welcome to I'm Not Dead Yet with Judy and Travis, a podcast about living an extraordinary life with extraordinary circumstances. Welcome to the I'm Not Dead Yet podcast. I'm your co-host, Travis Robinson. I was diagnosed with Parkinson's disease age 35 in 2014. And I'm your other co-host, Judy Yaris. My husband, Sandy, had Parkinson's for 18 years, and I was his care partner. On today's episode, we have the privilege of talking with Bill Meyer and Derek Torrey from the organization Pass to Pass. Welcome, guys. Welcome. Thank you. It's good glad to be here. Well, why don't we kick it off with Bill? You started Pass to Pass. Why don't you tell us a bit about yourself and your own journey with PD and what inspired you to create this organization? Well, my hiking started when I was quite young as a Boy Scout, real similar to Derek. His son is in the Scouts too. And our dads would take us up hiking every weekend and it culminated in a 50 miler once a year. And I just loved it. I couldn't wait to the weekend to go hiking. And uh, I continued to hike off and on throughout my life. My honeymoon was with my wife on a through hike on the Pacific Crest Trail in 1973. We made it about 500 miles before she injured her knee. And then we had to take a break and came back later that summer and hiked most of Oregon. And then we settled down, had kids, took our kids hiking. And lo and behold, right after I retired, I was diagnosed with Parkinson's disease. How old were you, Bill? Uh, Well, I was diagnosed in 2009, and I'm 68 right now, so about 12 years ago. Okay, young onset. So you would say that hiking was... Pretty well part of your DNA, right? Well, I just love getting up in the mountains and the adrenaline gets going and I love the views. I like to get up high and uh, it's been a big part of my life. And Parkinson's at first really messed it up. Yes, it can throw a monkey wrench in the best of lives. Did you have to stop hiking completely initially, or did you try to push through at the beginning? What was it like for you at that point? I uh, had a lot of trouble at first with the tremors. They became very dominant, and uh, it took about five years of medications way too much over-medication, under-medication. And finally, I got DBS, which took about 90% of my tremors away and reduced my medications to less than half. 
And that's when I decided that there is life after Parkinson's diagnosis. And maybe I can get back into hiking. And so we did a test hike in 2015 and went from there. That's wonderful. Wonderful to hear. So now, what does pass to pass do? What is it? Well, we're an all-volunteer organization, and I'll let Derek chime in on this. Well, Bill started the organization after he had DBS with, and with his passion for hiking and, and spending time on the Pacific Crest Trail. He started off with, a, I think there was a group of four or five guys that uh, did the first hike about 2016, and uh, now we're at 2021. We'll have about 100 people, about 68 people on the trail this year, seven different hikes. And our goal and passion is to take people with Parkinson's outside the doors to let them know, one, the importance of exercise and managing symptoms, and second, let them know that we can beat Parkinson's. It doesn't have to run our lives. That's fantastic. I'm, I'm excited to hear about that. It's amazing. And I joined the hikes in 2017, as a hiker. Now I'm now I'm also with Bill on the board, and uh, I'll lead two hikes this year. One will be in Oregon, and the other one will be next week, starting on the John Muir Trail. As folks with Parkinson's are going to take no llamas this year and try to knock out the whole thing over the course of the next couple of years. Wow. A total of 200 miles with 10, 10 mountain passes over 10,000 feet. That's quite amazing. You know, Bill, when you were talking about your honeymoon of hiking 500 miles, I was thinking about my honeymoon where I was not hiking, although my husband and I did like the outdoors and hike a little bit. But if anyone would have asked me if I was going to do a 500-mile hike for my honeymoon, I would have been very clear that that was not in the cards at any time. So I admire both you and your wife for being willing to do that. That was pretty amazing to me. Needless to say, he has a wonderful wife. (laughs) She must be. It sounds pretty great. Well, we have enjoyed the outdoors. And you might say our married life started on rocky footing. (laughs) (laughs) That's a great way to put it. You know, Travis is quite the outdoorsman himself. And... We talk about this frequently, and I think people with Parkinson's, when they first get diagnosed, look at their lives and think that everything is going to change and it's going to be terrible and they're never going to get to do the things they love to do. But here I'm sitting with three people that um, are, are telling me that their lives are pretty good. And they have bad, I know with Travis, we talk about bad days, good days, but you're getting to do something you love and you're sharing that experience. And I find that to be so incredible and wonderful. Right. It is, for me, a sort of responsibility that everyone knows that you will have bad days and On those days Judy and I have talked about, we all like to take it easy and not accomplish as much. But that in turn means that when we have the good days, 
It is incumbent upon us to get out there and do. If we're going to be okay taking it easy on the off days, then when we have an on day, we owe it to ourselves and to the people in our life to get out there and do whatever it is that makes us feel alive. Yes, and I have a question for you, Derek. You said you started as a hiker. Do you have PD as well, or were you a support hiker initially? Yes, I, ha I have Parkinson's. I was diagnosed at the age of 40 about uh, 12 years ago. I'm sorry, nine, nine years ago. And I, my story is similar to Bill. You know, the first five years was a mess getting the meds right. Once we got the meds right, and I added an exercise, daily exercise, usually on the recumbent bike. Uh, and my son was, as Bill indicated, was in Boy Scouts. And I've been, it's a high adventure troop, so we backpack every month. For a long, long, like Bill said, with one 50 miler every year. And my son and I just love that. So, you know, I experience more of the slowness of movement and rock freezing movement when, I, when, I'm, when I'm off. But uh, with a combination of meds and a lot of vitamins and different supplements and a handful of an exercise every day for an hour and a half. You know, keep this thing out, keep this thing on the on the ropes. I have Parkinson's; it doesn't have me. Yes, I love that. Early on, I met a woman who was an artist, and I one of the first interviews I ever did with her. This is many years ago for an, and it was for an art exhibition we were doing with people with Parkinson's. And her line to me was, "I, I have Parkinson's; it does not define me." And I think that that was such a great line that it does not define you. It doesn't have to define you. You can choose to not let it do that. And you are both examples of people that have moved through it and are doing something so productive. So tell me, how do you get people to sign up? How do they know about you? How have you projected this? Well, we have a website, pastopass.org. We're run totally by volunteers. And there's a contact page. If they're interested in joining one of our hikes, they can contact us. And there's an application form. And we go through a vetting process. One of the most difficult things we have, being we're spread out all over the United States, is determining if the individual is in good enough shape to do what we're planning on doing. We also spread the word by Facebook groups, support groups, the Parkinson's Foundation. So we get the word out in a variety of different ways there and then drive people to our, our webpage that, you know, like Bill said, that are that the uh, potential hikers. Okay, so... If I am Joe Parkey and I've never been out on a trail, never set foot on a hike in my life, and I live somewhere like Kansas or Texas where mountains don't grow, what would you say to me to 
I'm interested in joining you guys. What sort of preparation or abilities do I need to have to join you? That's a good question because we have people that haven't ever done overnight trips. They've done hiking usually, day hikes, but they're not aware of what they need to do for a multi-day, six-day adventure over about 30 miles. So the first thing I would tell them is, we would love to have you, but you really need to learn more about backpacking, how how it works, and get prepared. First, starting with making sure that you're exercising enough, and also exercising the shoes you're going to use to go hiking, because you got to protect the feet. Then throughout the course of the process, we will help, help them understand what kind of gear they need to purchase. We provide some of the gear as well. We're slowly building up a, a good gear, gear, gear uh, sachet to help people, make it more easier for them to come. But I say, hey, if you can get out and exercise more and you can walk a couple miles in a day in some boots, we can probably help you walk through the rest, assuming that you're in pretty good shape and, 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 and you think you can make it for five or six days. How many miles, I'm curious, how many miles do you walk in a day? You know, average. We average on our Oregon and Washington trips, we'll be doing an average of four or five miles a day. We might have six or seven on a long day and three on a short day. And most of the gear, like I mentioned earlier, is packed on mom on mamas. We do have one trip for folks who can carry their own packs and are a little bit, have, have a good stamina, but we're going to be averaging on GMT probably 10 miles a day. We started in 2016, and we first used horses that year, but they hiked too fast for a hiker to keep up with, and they aren't flexible enough for our needs. And so the second year, we tried llamas, and it worked out beautifully because they hike slower. We can lead them on the trail, and they are capable of packing about 60, 70 pounds a piece. And it turned out to be a real good fit. And people love the llamas. Yeah, I was going to say, I bet people love the llamas. (laughs) Yeah. That's awesome. So you've got this string of hikers, parkies carrying a light load, and support hikers with, heavier bags, and llamas interspersed with them. That is quite a picture, you know, (laughs) of a bunch of shaking, twitching folks hiking down the trail interspersed with the pack llama. Yeah, we just make sure people know it's not a circus. We actually are doing something to put health and wellness. <laughs> do you, have you ever thought? Do, do you ever have you ever been in a situation where you felt like you needed to have a med person, a nurse, or some type of medical person with you? Has that ever come up, or or not in any of your? your well, our very that? first year, we had an incident with one hiker who got too stressed out and he started to hallucinate 
which happens with Parkinson's disease. Mm. And we had to medivac him yes. out. But uh, we're prepared to deal with most any kind of emergency. We have enough support hikers if they're able to to hike the person out if it's a situation that he can't continue. We encourage the okay. parkies to only carry about 10 or 15 pounds, 20 at the most. The rest of it goes on the llama. And we supply them with a chair, a four-legged stool with back support. And this will be the first year we're supplying them with a extra comfy mattress because sleep for people with Parkinson's is so important. And the llamas will be carrying their mattresses. The other thing we encourage the parking parkies to do on these trails is purchase medevac insurance, which is only sixty dollars. So if something does go wrong, we're gonna we'll get a cop in there to fly them out, and instead of costing them twenty five thousand dollars, it only costs sixty bucks. Okay, that's great. So, that's great so advice, we have, we, actually. So we have those precautions built in. Mm-hmm. That's wonderful. You know, it, it, it comes to mind that the reinforcement for people with PD to see how you've managed to make this happen. And also to be able to open it up to people. For example, I'm not someone, I was not a Girl Scout, <laughs> and um, but I did backpack when I was younger and I, I loved it. I thought it was very wonderful. But for someone that's never really done much hiking, I could see where they would be afraid to do it on one side but yet the challenge and the excitement of being able to make this accomplishment seems so amazing. And I can think of a few people that I know that are recently diagnosed with PD that probably would love to try something like this and, you know, could maybe sign up for next year. We certainly will. I will make sure that our organization, uh, PCLA, will promote this for you as well, because I think it's Sounds like such a great service that you're providing for people. And do you live in Spokane as well, Derek? Or are you out of... Bill lives in, Bill lives in Spokane. I live in Los, An- in, in Los Angeles area. More oh, so you're here in LA. Area, towards oh, Ontario area, Upland area. Okay. So, I mean, you know, we, like uh, Travis has been with a kind of a day hike situation that we did a couple of years ago here at Joshua Tree. Uh-huh. And... Um, I got hikers flying in to do the John Muir Trail, like I mentioned earlier. We'll start on, start, start about a week from today. Uh-huh. And we'll drive up to Long Pine and get going. So we'll gradually get into other states and uh, some other trails. And we have volunteers who are willing to put a, put a trip together. We're starting to assemble some different opportunities for folks. It's really quite remarkable. We actually have a couple of openings for this year due to health issues that have arisen for a couple of hikers. So there is a chance for someone to sign up this late for 2021 hikes. And can they go to your website, to pastpast.org? That's where they're going to get all the information. They can go to our website, see what we're doing, look at the schedule, and contact us through the contact page. So what we usually do is, leading up to the hike, sorry, we have... 
we have a Zoom call with everybody just on different topics from food to clothing to um, medical protocols to you know working out in advance. We have some physical therapists that have been helping us out this year, giving the hikers exercise ideas and stretching ideas in advance. So we really try to provide as much support in advance as possible. We want everyone to have a good experience and not be yeah, I, th I would think that preparation would be really important to do that. I know when Travis is planning his big trips, he's always talking about getting his gear out and making sure everything is ready. And I, I think especially for his mountain climbing, and I'm always amazed at what it takes to to do that. You know, the mountain climbing alone, let alone just getting the gear together, because I know how much that is. And do do your children travel? Do any have they done these hikes with you at this point in time? Or yes, mine have. My son has. He he, he pretty much hikes with me all the time. So he's been on a handful of these trips as a as a support hiker, and uh, you know, we hiked together in scouts. We hiked together the last three days. I just came off the trail yesterday afternoon, and um, it's something something we like to do together. My son came on the trip in 2019, and it was a wonderful experience for both of us. Now, we also track our hikers. So someone that may not be able to hike the trip or just interested in what we're doing can follow us on track the hiker page on our website, which is fed through GPS oh, that's cool. devices. and shows our progress every 10 minutes out of the day shows exactly where we were wow and usually twice a day once in the morning once in the afternoon somebody posts a, a small little sentence or two about what's going on with the hike too so you get a little feedback from the trail or what's happening and, that's wonderful and, and for those knowing that everything's going smoothly and, and have a good time i love that idea i think that's great well, this has been uh, Travis. Do you have any other questions for them? No, I think that we've gotten everything. Thank you both so much for joining us and sharing with our listeners about past to past. Yes, this is so exciting, and I I love. The concept and what you're doing and what you're offering to people with PD. Could I add one more thing? You, absolutely. People can donate through our website on the donate page because it takes money to support. We have the support of a lot of individuals, but we also need support financially to pay for the llamas and the gear and putting things together. So we appreciate that. Even if you can't go yes, hiking that, or you can't support us, you can track the hikers. I think that's a great idea. Thank you so much. I, I And is there a cost when people go on this hike? Is it totally free? That I meant to ask you that. I guess we didn't ask that before. No, we, we don't have any fees we charge. Our funds are raised from private donations. We don't have any paid staff. Wow. And we try to make it so cost is not a issue to prevent them from going on the hike. We also have been able to, the last two years, offer a voucher for travel for those coming from out of state or a long ways. We have hikers from 
14 states, coast to coast. In 2021, they will hike over 2,000 miles on our adventures. The number of people with Parkinson's will be about 30. The number of support hikers will be over 30. The number of llamas we use will comprise of 10. Six on the Oregon trips and four on the Washington trips. That is wonderful. Absolutely wonderful. So folks, if you're out there, please make a donation to PassToPass.org. It's a great organization. You're doing wonderful things. And I I feel so honored that we were able to have you come and speak with us about what you're doing and have safe travels. I'm very excited to get on the tracking now. I'm going to follow you a bit and see what's going on here. This is exciting. Thank you so much for having us. It's a truly a blessing to be able to share share what we do. Thank you so much. Travis and Judy, it's been my pleasure to be with you today. And our first hike starts in about a week. Well, safe travels. Have fun. Stay cool. (laughs) I don't know. I was just up in Oregon and it was pretty hot up there. So your Pacific Northwest weather is shifting, it seems. (laughs) Okay, guys. Have great trips. Judy, thanks again. Thank you, Travis. We'll see you next time. That's a wrap. Bing!